My name's Tracy Smith. I was born and raised in Kalamazoo, Michigan. In 1998, I attended the South by Southwest Film Festival in Austin, Texas. And at a promotional side event at a local coffee house, I saw a showcase featuring some of the most talented performance poets in the country. Afterwards, I returned home and founded the Kalamazoo Poetry Slam. Now, almost 25 years later, for the sake of history, for the sake of nostalgia, and for some of the incredibly talented people we've lost along the way, I give you, dear listener, the Keizu Poetry Slamcast. This is Slam Later, like the poems are like, you dirty fucking whore. But this is one of the good ones from the beginning. My ears reach in the suburban noise of night. There's a question asked in one naked moment that never I am the Smith. I am the poet. I am the Industrial Revolution. No longer bright as fireflies. And the place of finding how wonderful we are, we form the sweet nature of the future and the reasons that we sing. Welcome to part two of our tribute to Dirty's Outhouse Poets Cafe. Regrettably, not every poet who read at Dirty's uh, became a regular at the Kalamazoo Poetry Slam, and and there are some folks that I just don't have recordings of. Uh, so George and Bear and Kevin and Wendy and Brian and Sarah and Heather and Greg and the Professor and Marianne and whoever else the fuck I can't remember, they weren't omitted on purpose. I just don't have recordings of them. But what I do have, I'm going to share with you now. And next week, we'll dive into the archives of the Keizu Poetry Slam at Craft Brow. Derek, I'm going to read this one one more time, then I'm going to leave it alone. It's called Five and a Half Feet of Solid Dirt. Fuck the world, he said, and scowled and drank some Southern Comfort. He's got a cinematic view from behind the counter, safe and pissed off, slinging legal contraband and jiffing. Hey, it's free. He tucked himself away, far from the social experiment, bearing his name back in the corner, secluded with a notepad and a fiery finger, perching like a gargoyle, silently growling, mumbling, scrawling words he'd never utter like a holy pseudo-atheist bent on world domination. He did all this the old-fashioned way with a handshake and some bullshit. He built a, faltered to- a faulty tower from nothing, from dirt. But still he towers five and a half feet over everything, scraping and snarling and making it work and hoping the stock market holds one more day. A warrior poet dog of war smothered by tyranny, politics, business, a guru by circumstance, and an asshole by choice. All right, I'm going to read a couple pieces. Some of them I read. Some of them I haven't. Uh, we'll start this one off. It's off my Bars End compilation I've been working on. Eh. It's like two Daves in here tonight, I heard. Alright, just call them Two Drowning. Let's see if anybody grabs it. It's based on two people drowning in their own something or other. It was a blast while it lasted. The captain smiles knowingly to himself. And always there has to be an end, he muses as water slowly inches his way up his calves. The scrawny piano man molded to his bench leans into the song, howls out the blues note for note, word for word. I know that feeling is clunk, I set down the empty glass. Was it that woman or the job or could it just be plain old life itself, hanging heavy, bland? 
Sir, sir, you must get off the ship now, sir. We're done for sinking. Sir, can you hear me, sir? Are you in there? A low, muffled voice issues forth from behind a solid locked oak door. Save yourself, lad. Water, water everywhere, immersed, immersed within a sea of despair. Death, oh, so sweet and sad. Love those freak moments when you find something you've lost. Love the little one more than life itself. One lone tear breaks cover and slips down the captain's cheek. Her photo sinks to the cabin floor. An empty rum bottle bobs up and down, floating past. With one exaggerated gasp, the captain's light is extinguished. Going down with the ship on a cloudless day. Somewhere in a world away, he tips another to forget the last. Drowning. It's called, uh, God's Rock and Roll Band. There's a light patter of, uh, start over. There's a light patter on the window, gentle reminder of something out there. Creaking board on porch, pressure added, then released. Mind game, scream. Watching through your TV. What's on, oh great babysitter, oh lord programmer of our young? I like it when it rains. It's scary when words come true and silence has a way of tricking you into believing it. That voice in the woods whispering. A door opens when closed, sick of this, those, these, and them. Holy farts on capital, gains tax, gets fat. Round about midnight, turns back, say what? Green sack, 70 bucks. Give me compressed, cheaper, government issued. Words, just words, nothing else. So how do you raise children, small adults? Law, order, complete. I do so like it when it rains in my head. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Green eggs, I am. Something like stew. Sleep, a humble memory of what is now. Crack, a stick, someone's there. Point to the spot, smoke. Bring home the bacon, man. Eat, man. Eat everything. Cancer, eat it all. Eat to eat, because eating's good to grow. And eat everything, man, I am. To be born and raised right here, right now. Afraid, angry, happy, sad, bloated. Overfed, sedated by what strikes at us, from us. Bombardment, unsheltered, flash, explode, repetitive shit, no other shit. The shit that spills forth, oozing out beneath concrete walls, miles thick. Shooting through one-way circuits, jamming truth of the heart and soul. Making music on a lute with no strings. I hear God's song once in a while. When I really, really listen. Thank you. Damn, that one's a burner. Uh, Alright, I'll cut my time down a little bit. I'm starting to meander up here. I got two more pieces. Uh, maybe three, we'll see. This one's called 2597. I read this one uh, a couple weeks ago, I think. Still in rough draft state, and I had to hear it in my own head for again. These are my years. Born in the 70s, rebelled in the 80s. Listen to Slayer, Dead Kennedys, DRI, labeled punk, thrash, death metal. Commercialized now, some say sold out. But by God, money talks these days, as we know. High school glory pass, state finals, win, win, win. Remember always to win, as I used to mock my friend who didn't play football, yet it's my joints that hurt these days. Growing up, the flashing ads pushed towards baby boomers, docker, polo, fox on shirt, it's cool, be hip. One of the crowd, fuck the world, let's make money. Trickle-down theory by an actor, figurehead. I didn't care then. 
I was interested in pussy, beer, and partying. Doing anything and everything in my power to piss the system off, ruffle some feathers, take college-bound courses. So here I am, not the man I thought I'd be, not disappointed in self, got sick of college, big money, big business, a tool to be programmed to, look, act like them. And this should scare you. I do look like you, act like you, watch you, waiting. I sit at the bar across from you and smile, make small talk, know the right things to say to get into your little world of television, of computers, of drugs, of war, of money. It's all money so that you can retire and feel good with your really big TV and your plush car, knowing you made money. You made more money than them. You have more money than they by sticking your friend in the back, by ripping off that wife and child, by deceit, by lies, by half-truth, by whatever means it took and takes to Whoops. It took and takes, and I sit here and stare at you, turning 25 and 97, wondering what has it done to your soul, hoping and praying it does not happen to mine. There's a good depression one for you. All right, this is called Child of Water. Another one out of the bars in. This one's kind of long, so... It, there's a line in here, it says, poetry that never ends, and this is kind of one of them. Water pressure, meandering will, working words to complete whole. Children fishing off worn dot, whoops. Children fishing off worn bank path, tossing bait out to drift down, enticing hunger. Sharp hook, looking deep within spring budding tree at shadows of more. This is hard on sex. Faint body odors, tingle curiosity, draw thoughts. Humble sounds, bump senses, pound strength, regress solitude. Hopeful ambitions in full bloom. Fighting survivor, never changing change, ideas. Spiritual drunk, drinking liquid hell, shades of gold, brown, black, red. There is a nobody, no death, dirt, mud, and all being as all, confusion complete. Holy blue, mountain cross, great divide, damnation. Old friends, old memories, retribution. Love perfect, grand gardener, slow dream of soft body, held tight, warm. Wonder dripped, dropped below level, wet, musky, mixed, sweat, sweet, scrumptious, life, her, him, moon. Pull close to sun, burn hot, hotter, hottest light, bright invader, savoring, savoring, saving, face value, tempting grace, clueless, night deep, penetrator, playing tag, home, where is home? Alone amongst humanity, crazy, yet here now, wolf, me, animal, whiskey mad, poetry fad. Why question, two question, the question, dizzy, sword wielder, burp, fart, spit, shit, tired, dreary, loud sound heard by no one. Food filling coffee start, clock around her earth mother, silly, absurd, foolish, normal. Drowning red tape, psyche, rape, torn, bullet riddled. Two day road trip to nowhere, set up, afterlife, before birth, reborn as Buddha, fat, Happy, sedated, he saved the pig, not the farmer. Direction, doorway to perception, more, give me more, want more, nothing, page of reflection, spark at the connection, meditation, rock sunk deep, cigarette burn, ash, robber, robbing rob, he was a nice man once, long ago. A no straight river, trapping illusion, mirror, panorama, great, bleak, desolate angel, fell forward, face plant, father sky, vision quest, heart sown by tears, I cry no longer, love. Mind your own business, stay out of mind, addictions climb everlasting, poem that never ends. Forward memory, flashback after fact, bar, zen, action, reaction, death, scream of ignorance, intellectual, using line, thought smart, tall, short, country, 
Masterpiece, smeared shit, sold millions. Money spent to keep high, high enough from sight. Rhythm, meter, straight, forward, music. Elder grown stagnant, murky, clouded far. Erected castle wall, windowless. Arrow shot at sky, miss. Blonde, big tits, fuck. Child, AIDS, death, sleep, silent soul. Death, cool, death, cosmic consciousness. Death circle, death, dead, us dying, dead, true cycles. Wheel, sacred, listen, wind. Here I am, forgetting what I've learnt, how it is to live alive, for no one lives forever, baby. Alright, I'm gonna pound out two more, because I haven't read in a while, so I need some practice. Um, both of these are kind of on the concept of bars then. If anybody ever wants to know what bar zen is, it's kind of my laugh at the whole damn thing. Zen and this bullshit kind of running me ragged. And I get a kick out of beer, so I kind of incorporated it too. There's a philosophical point to the whole thing, though, damn it. Alright, this one uh, was written at Bell's, and I got really fucked up and had a hell of a hangover after this. And by the end of this, I was having a hard time understanding what I was writing. Alright, and the title of this is uh, Mysterious as the Day I Was Born. <coughs> Excuse me. It is time for a new beer! Another body. This one's getting soft and fat. Not quite what it used to be is when I worked out, watched what I ate, didn't smoke, didn't drink, didn't stay up late, partying all night, tripping. Look for God through a long, prolonged derangement of the senses. He was always there, by the way. So I asked the bartender for something different, thicker and stronger with a hearty head. He said, are you talking about my wife? There's a line of backs to me at the bar, each a hairdo, individually a pair of shoes, talking, laughing, flapping their arms, pretending to be cool instead. One by one, in twos and threes, they stroll in with their own individual act in place. How cool can you be? As I scan the rider in the corner, observing Dylan Coon's lonely high. Who, I wonder, is wondering why? What's your title now? Are you very influential? I am feeling like the bottom of the glass, drained to the last drop. That's me today. That's me there in the corner. Alright, this is my last piece.
This poem's for you. <laughs> this is called, I'm hitting on you, but these are my intentions. Men want women, women want men, girls want men, want boys, want girls, want women, want, want, want. Then following their animal instinctuals, they come together for perhaps a few intense minutes, hours, days of copulation, which can easily lead to 
Oh, that's my boyfriend. That's my girlfriend, yada, yada. Things begin to happen like, wouldn't it be fun if we moved in together, giggle, giggle? We would get to spend so much time together. I could make us breakfast, giggle, giggle. It would be like we were married as the hidden undercurrent. Then soon each other's nerves begin to break dance as your car gets relinquished and phrases like, who's that bitch, become more commonplace. You may be entertained calm thoughts such as, yep, the very next time that fucker leaves the toilet seat up, oh, it was so cute before men giggle. I will get him really drunk, and while he's in there, I'm going to bang his head with the seat cover over and over, and okay, we understand. We've been there before. Maybe you're even one of the privileged ex-relationshippers who've had the honor to be stalked or woken up at four in the morning to a brick or Molotov cocktail flying through your window. Yeah, aren't relationships cute? Personally, I think it is of more benefit to have all your teeth yanked violently from your mouth one at a time by tying a string to each tooth and the other to a Mack truck. At least you would be assured a lucrative career at the Velvet Touch. Yahoo! You sure can suck dick! And at least you'd be guaranteed that your rent would get paid. Something which also happens few and far between in relationships. Hey, baby, I'm trying to get a job. And to those who would argue that some relationships are quite successful. It is like saying, not everyone who gets AIDS dies uh, right away. So, hey, baby, wanna drink a beer and take a nap? Just once. I'd like you to see me alone in a room with a guitar and an amp as loud as the devil and clean as the Lord. And I'm playing this riff like a thunderclap, hard, and I love it, and I need it, and I keep fucking it up, and I keep fucking it up, and I keep fucking it up, and I can't stop until I get it right all the way through just once. And it hurts like a python wrapped around my forearm, and it hurts like wire whips tearing at my fingertips, and I love it, and I need it, and I can't stop until I get it right all all the way through just once I'd like you to see me alone in a room with a guitar and an amp as loud as the devil and clean as the Lord and I'm playing this riff like a thunderclap hard and I love it like a thunderclap hard and I love it and I need it and I keep fucking it up and I keep fucking it up and I keep fucking it up and I can't stop until I get it right all the way through just once and it hurts like a python wrapped around my forearm and it hurts like wire whips tearing at my fingertips and I love it and I need it and I I can't stop until I get it right all the way through just once. I'd like you to see me alone in a room with a guitar and an amp as loud as the devil and clean as the Lord. And I'm playing this riff like a thunderclap hard and I love it like a thunderclap hard and I love it like a thunderclap hard and I love it and I need it and I keep fucking it up and I keep fucking it up and I keep fucking it up and I can't stop until I get it right all the way through just once. And it hurts like a python wrapped around my forearm and it hurts like wire whips tearing at my fingertips and I love it and I need it and I can't stop until I get it right all the way through just once. I'd like you to see me alone in a room with a girl and a problem.
as dark as midnight and clear as a song and I'm trying to help like a matador tries and I love her and I need her and I keep fucking it up and I keep fucking it up and I keep fucking it up and I can't stop until I get it right all the way through just once and it hurts like a daydream running through my memory and it hurts like my vanity pulls me towards insanity and I love her and I need her and I can't stop until I get it right all the way through just once. called Dueling Poets. Two lecterns were set upon the stage. Two poets glowered, eyes filled with rage. They declared the love between them had died. Lecterns now fortresses of wounded pride. She read a free verse about being abused. He read an essay about being used. She read a rhyme telling of sex refused. He spouted a blank verse of, of, of signals confused. The crowd leaning forward, drinking Colombian mud, souls thirsting for the spilling of poetic blood, thrilling at, the thrilling at the sight of these two verbal fighters, revel in the conflict of two heartbroken writers. She poured out ten stanzas about broken dates. He railed five pages on her drunken states. She made young girls weep with him, leaving her alone. He made young men scowl at her heart made of stone. Across the audience their anguish did carry an apocalypse of verbal thrust and parry. The coffeehouse owner smiled at this verse or that. All the while in his lap sat an old baseball bat. At first all their verse bespoke great eloquence. Then their voices took a tone of pure malevolence. The audience sat through verses that made skin crawl as the duel between poets turned into a brawl. He made a snide crack about her rhyme and meter. She quoted a haiku on his Shortness of Peter. He fired off a limerick about her baggy tits. She fired back too, calling his friends drunken shits. As your sister's infection cleared up, she said smugly. His face turned red as he said, yo mama's ugly. From sonnet to cheap shot, they both tried to score as the duel between poets went from brawl into war. No subject is sacred in a battle of writers, from daddy's in jail to mommy's all-nighters. The coffeehouse order prayed that all would cease. He wanted his stage to be left in one ceased peace. The audience had reached bloody frenzied feeding, two wounded lovers, their souls battered and bleeding, tearing at each other's mind and at heart for the sakes of their souls at the cost of their art. The cheers and applause just fueled the two's fire, pages flying to and fro of cold nights lost desire through the insults that flew about sister and mother. The owner saw the words flowed into each other, and though he opted to keep his baseball bat with him, he saw that their battle had begun to show rhythm. Bewildered, he noticed that from time to time their heartbroken invectives had started to rhyme. Winded and battered, she still glared at her foe, but he gave no indication of wanting to slow. He continued his onslaught, praying for his own death, or at least that this woman would run out of breath. They poured out their anguish at silence and lies, and the owner saw a glow show in both poets' eyes. Then their poetry went from crescendo to silence. The owner feared the worse, preparing for violence. The crowd sat stunned in a hurricane's eye, not sure which poet had first started to cry. Then he said in a whisper, what else can I do? And she said, I don't know, but I know I still love you. The back row stood up so they would not miss the sight of two poets and a juggernaut kiss. When the owner saw the poet's clothes flying apart, he smiled, saying, now that's performance art. Dueling Poets.
Here you go, man. I'll spin you a set of broken-hearted bullshit. There was a once I didn't even know you. Had never seen your eyes or felt your spirit. Had never learned your smile or known your heart. A time when I didn't know the beauty of an unshared moon that shone also on you. There was a once I held you and indulged in the spirit of delight, and I learned. I learned the joy of seeing you, the thrill of being there, the sore of heart, and the penultimate exhilaration of spirit. And I learned, I learned, I learned so many. I learned the skill of saying a hopeful goodbye. I learned the style of living without, the manner of filling the void of spirit and your absence. I learned to miss without tear. I learned to be without, without fear. And I learned how to say an unknowing goodbye. And now I've learned how to drink coffee for stimulation and smoke cigarettes for respite from a maelstrom that, without you, I wish not to understand. I learned, and drink, learned to drink and smoke things not to forget, but to replace the sense of holding you. And I write to release this emotion. And I've learned to be grateful because it, uh, it mostly works. And now, finally, I've learned the benefit of instilling in children the value of fiscal responsibility and a comfortable house so that when there is nothing else to believe, they'll still have something to live for. 
At night, I sometimes stand on a cement pad behind my house, watch the dog in the yard. I let my mind go off play by itself and take a gentle drag on my cigarette. I draw it down with reflection, thoughts in no language. I release the drag with a long breath under broken hazy clouds, buttermilk sky, moon silver above the trees. It's the same moon you can see there if it's clear. And I smoke, a pattern, on every other breath, a gentle drag. Draw it down, release and sigh and breathe. Such games my mind plays off unsupervised. The silver-mooned clouds make a break for the blue-gray sky and lit neighbor windows. The dog is bored now, stands still at the end of the pad. In the pattern again, I drag on my cigarette. We've had that old conversation. It takes care, technique, to stay presently on the verge of lightheadedness, hyperventilating on a pattern, variations of a theme. Actually less a pattern than a drill. Drag, draw, release, breathe. When it plays off by itself, it comes to thoughts to replace those of moons and towns, memories and feelings of together and aloneness, and dragging on my cigarette. Sometimes I sit up late and drag and draw the drill, pass cloves to friendlies and drink with pallies and laugh with kindlies and almost dance. Drag and draw, release and breathe. I come back to this pad, dog in the grass, drag and draw. Breath dilutes the smoke, air expands the spirit. Release, feel, and breathe. Actually, it's less a drill than a ritual. Variations in fantasy on a theme of Cupid or some other crazy-ass romantic. Ventilating obsession on yet another addictive. Moon glints off neighbor pickup truck, just like neighbor house light. Just like the dog wants to play stick now, I don't. We go inside. But I'd always thought you'd know. It would be a conscious decision, deciding to self-destruct, drinking or smoking, never sleeping, over a girl. Figured it'd be like, God damn, I hate I can't be with her. Bartender, give me another double or something. But it don't go down like that. It's just like thinking, this is going to work. This is going to happen. Just got to hang on. Replace the missing spirit. A little drink, a little smoke, a breath. I'm really going to make it. And on it goes. So, yeah, I'll be the friend rather than destruct. A friend without the intense emotion. Freight train, we used to say. I can do this, give you that. Oh, oh, share it. Sorry about the ego, but the pride I have in meeting and connecting this way makes it hard to self-deprecate. I'm on my own personal agenda anyway. I found I need the friend, frugal, this season and next. Keep the gig by whatever means possible. I can't describe it meticulously just now. It feels like a house that floats. I am so drawn to water. In Texas, I worked outside and drank two gallons a day. In Florida on work, I wet my feet in the ocean. In L.A. the next day, I can tell you, a Redondo Beach is a fine place to have your shoes inundated with water. 
1 a.m., ocean to myself, black sky supported by even blacker surf, to water too cold for my feet. I drive an hour to be at and fly my kite by the big lake now. Yes, I wish for a house that floats, the humanity of my spirit and heart may flourish by the water. I'll find an existence. I'll be there and ready. I believe it'll be more difficult. I make it hard for you, we used to say. But the pride I have in meeting you, in connecting this way, makes it hard to replace the exhilaration of the spirit with your absence. I'll be ready to discover. Then I can work and write if I work it right. I've been so inextricably drawn to water. When I met your spirit there, the centered human beauty of your swim, intelligent feeling in the physical being, I'll bond my physical feeling to the water blown by spirit off the lake. Images experience the spaces where there lives no life, voids, holes, you used to say. With water, I'll cleanse these holes. I believe in the universal solvent. Many of you here know Don Sailor, but this song used to give her the creeps. <laughs> Beautiful 
feet inside a sack disguise. You got beautiful toes in little threes and twos. So why must you wear those disappointing shoes? In Tracy's backyard, we told stories dressed in dragonflies, shimmering iridescent by the light of fireflies. They were folklore, mystical whimsy and fly speckle. Under solstice sky and pine branches, we followed the spaces between. How many times did we get lost in the woods? Me playing Sleeping Beauty to some Prince Charming, hacking away at some medieval forest. We danced around the truth of the matter. We were traipsing kaleidoscope landscapes, broken down and hitchhiking on the backs of stars. We cracked jokes like eggshells to pass the time. You and I were wanderers with a band of merry warriors singing minstrel past the bottle, stoked the fire. We were beautiful, stranded and panting, chanting our path back home. We were creating the future of our friendship, clay smeared across our body. We believed we were immortal, our eyes wide searching for salvation. This backyard was our cathedral, and you and I begged blessings of providence. Do you remember burning the past on a pile in the lawn when two bottles of wine and heartbroken I found myself among the ashes and decided I was done running rash around signposts stuck in my view but there were still three more mistakes to make before I picked the lock of freedom. In Tracy's backyard, we learned patience and perseverance. We were tramps, scrimping and saving, scampering like gnomes and elves. It was always an adventure, and we were ready for anything, secure in the knowledge that the field of full moon luminosity would guide us safely through the night. Tonight, Tracy's backyard feels like a fairy tale. These slick city streets offer little comfort from this cruel world. With every step, confusion mounts, sending shudders of teenage memories. 1991 was the year we first bombed Iraq, the year I started high school, the year my father, my parents got divorced, the year my father bought, swallowed two bottles of my mother's pills, the year I almost died. In Tracy's backyard, you and I would have shared a bottle of Bushmills, Sitting cross-legged and candlelit, we would have spoken sparingly. Scribbling our fears into shabby notebooks, I would have cried, and you would have reminded me to breathe. Tonight, nowhere seems safe. Tonight, the world seems dangerous. Tonight, I'm praying like my parents are still ministers, and I still believe in God. Creation myth. When you got love or lust or anything new and unpredictable to fill the space between cigarette and pen, it kills you. What can you write or say that's worth her deep kiss or a handful of that perfect ass? What can, you, what can be said while she warms your bed about the sun? There's no politics, no arguments, no fights worth having. Who gives a shit about court marshals or unions or a pimple on the president's ass? 
the price of gas, the shrinking middle class, or free speech. Mr. K wrote his best shit when he was hit and alone, and whoever heard of writing a poem when you could be fucking. It's fine. 